Dorothy Perkins, the rose said haughtily. What are you, a beetle weed, a bladder weed, a beggar weed? The names of weeds are ugly. Dorothy shuddered slightly, but lost none. South Indian leader Radhikopalachari took a look at non-violence. That was not the reason why they preferred Gandhi's plan. They preferred Gandhi's plan because it was the only possible plan and it looked efficient. A new technique. That was the attraction. His sainthood and his good quality was an incident to that technique. You want a good man to use that new technique and here he was. But that was not the point of attention. I had completely lost hope in the the program of the Congress so far as the moderates went and I was an extremist. But I was also convinced 
but sporadic violence would produce no good results and uh, as to organized violence was an impossibility. But could non-violence be organized as a dynamic assault on power? Wouldn't that be a contradiction? Pyal al Naya had to work it out for himself. No, there was no contradiction between uh, non-violence and his political goal because he wanted political independence for the least in the land. He said the, the least, the weakest in the country, even the halt and the lame, must be able to enjoy the full measure of independence and the fruits of independence with the tourist. So it had got to be a battle which the weakest and the least could wage with equal success. And that was a moral battle. And therefore, non-violence. Non-violence thus became the means as well as the end. So began the first mass movement of non-cooperation under Gandhi's leadership. With his eye on the means, he saw a heaven-sent chance of uniting Hindus and Muslims in a common effort that might dissolve their differences. As to the end, freedom might mean different things to different people, and something else again to Gandhi. But he told the people that if they followed his program, if they ruled, simply withdrew their obedience to the rulers, accepting suffering but avoiding violence, freedom was theirs to take, and quickly, even within a year. Tens of thousands went willingly to jail. Thousands more were ready to follow them. The forces of authority seemed fully extended. And the last big push had been signalled by Gandhi when the news of an isolated act of ferocious mob violence caused him to call off the whole political operation. His colleagues, and especially Jawaharlal Nehru and his father Motilal, both of them in prison, felt stunned and angry. The boy who was to become Nehru's brother-in-law, Raja Hati Singh, was one of those who had just offered himself as a volunteer when the chance of action and sacrifice vanished. It was the great disappointment. Here was a man who was willing to give up all that politics meant to me for a mere idea. And I was really disappointed. I thought that this way there was going to be no salvation, at least in my lifetime. And so far, no hand had been laid on Gandhi himself. He had published articles that were openly and deliberately
conversation turned Until the sun went down And many fantasies were learned On that day Keep feeling fascination Passion burning Love so strong Keep feeling fascination and the condors and the beacons and the corner boys and the lamplighters and the chaplains and the bishop's man and the five satin gents and the dukes and the corner boys and the rams and the beacons man did i say the beacons we're getting the same guys man yeah and then pot came along and gang fighting went away just in one semester in shop class guys went from making zip guns to hash pipes you know just 
Master Jake. I'll catch you after the fight. Right. <laughs> On the corner. Cool. Most 
of all, we like it if the boat will float.
And don't be afraid that you will come to think them more important than they really are.
Mutiny Radio, Dad FM, these oldies records are from the thrift store from Goodwill and from uh, Community Thrift. Go out, support your community. Come down here, support your community. Please.
plenty of time. I died that in of on an old piece got to fire on it. Yeah, you're keeping me from waiting. I could grant you eternal youth. He rarely means that. It comes straight from his heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, my <laughs> hmm? Most kind of you to take such an interest in us. <laughs> 
we never very retired now. He's not the same. My husband. We have the wives.
Thank you. 
nurse, a hostess, a bank cashier, perhaps a comic who gives out cheer. I might write stories for magazines. I might paint pretty scenes. When I grow up someday, I may fly in the sky. And maybe then we'll come face to face with little men from outer space. But I know this that when I grow up, whatever I may be,
Yeah. <laughs> 
Jesse or Miss Flora? Of course not. I'm as careful of our young ladies as the master would be. It was the boys from the village. Boys, you see, think a horse or a pony is like a steam engine or a machine of some kind. They never think a pony can have any feelings or get tired. So when they began beating me with those big sticks, I decided to teach them a lesson, and I think I did. My other good friend at Squire Gordon's was a horse named Ginger. Unlike my case, Ginger had had a hard life with never a kind or thoughtful master until she had come to the Squire's. As a result, she had the habit of biting and snapping and had a very bad disposition. After a while, under the loving care of John Manley, she seemed to get much better and to feel much happier. It's the Manley medicine, John said. It's made of patience and gentleness, firmness and petting. One pound of each to be mixed up with a pint of common sense and given to the horse every day. So our days at Squire Gordon's were happy ones. But the best days of all were Sundays in the summertime when we had our liberty. We would be turned out into the home paddock of the old orchard. The grass was cool and soft to our feet and the air was so sweet. But best of all was the freedom to do whatever we liked, to gallop or lie down, to roll over on our backs, or to nibble the sweet grass. Sometimes we would just stand together under the shade of the large chestnut tree and talk. So the good times went at Squire Gordon's, but the bad times were to come. It all started when John Manley had to go away on a trip. stay long at the party. Even though it was raining and bitterly cold, Jerry agreed to wait. After what seemed hours to me, the wind came up and the rain changed to sharp, driving sleet. I felt half frozen as there was no shelter. Jerry finally came and pulled one of my claws a little more over my neck. Then he took a turn or two up and down, stamping his feet. Then he began to beat his arms, but that set him to coughing. So he opened the cab door and sat at the bottom of his little shelter. The house where the party was being held was brilliantly lit and looked inviting and warm inside. We could hear the music that sounded all the sweeter to a weary cabman and his horse shivering in the cold. Finally, the gentleman and the 
gentleman was angry at the waiting charge, but finally paid. But it was hard-earned money for Jerry, because by the time we got home, he could hardly speak, and his cough was so dreadful. Jerry was in his bed for two weeks and almost died. When he did recover, the doctor said he must give up his cat and move to the country. So it was another sad parting for me. Jerry, Polly, and the children came to bid me goodbye. Polly laid her hand on my knee, then put her face close to my neck and kissed me. How I wish we could take you with us, she said. Dolly was crying and kissed me too. Jerry stroked me a great deal but said nothing. Only he seemed to and so I was led away to my new place. I was sold to a corn dealer whom Jerry knew, and with him he thought I should have good food and fair work. In the first, he was quite right, and if my new master had always been present, I would have had no trouble. But he was gone a good deal, and the foreman he left in charge was a cruel man, always hurrying and driving everyone and overloading the horses. The overloading was particularly hard on me, as I was now an old horse, not at all the strong black beauty of my look. One day I was loaded more than usual, and part of the road was steep uphill. I used all my strength, but I could not get on and was obliged continually to stop.
know, it's fine, but she's not in that. It's too busy in the furniture polish. What a great symbol of American business. They're putting lemons and everything now. They're admitting, they're admitting what they're up to, man. Then I was thinking about the curse words and the swear words, the cuss words, and the words you can't say you're not supposed to say all the time. Because words, are, people are into words, they want to hear your words. Some guys like to record your words and sell them back to you if you can. Listen in on your telephone, write down what words you say. A guy used to be in Washington, knew that his phone was tapped, he used to answer, fuck Hoover, yes, go ahead. Okay. And I was thinking one night about the words you couldn't say on the public uh, airwaves. Um, the ones you definitely couldn't say, ever. Because I heard a lady say bitch one night on television. It was cool, like she was talking about, you know, and they, well, the bitch is the first one to notice that in the literature. You're right, man. Oh, All right. And uh, bastard you can say, and hell and damn. So I had to figure out which ones you couldn't. And ever, and it came down to seven, but the, the list is open to amendment, and in fact has been changed uh, by now. <laughs> A lot of people pointed things out to me, and I noticed some myself. The original seven words were shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Those are the ones that'll curve your spine, grow hair on your hands, and <laughs> maybe even bring us, God help us, peace without honor. <laughs> What a burden. And now the first thing that we noticed was that the word fuck was really repeated in there because the word motherfucker is a compound word and it's another form of the word fuck. You want to be a purist that doesn't really care for your
jump Try to have some fun It's quicker if you run This is a game, it's not a jump Jump, party heads Simple enough, clear Comprehend, send me understand Do you hear A pack of party heads With the colour tips Too like Gorgon's her gossip Hello Joe, hello Miss Clay, many heavy returns from the day Welcome to the house of fun, now I've come away Welcome to the house of fun Stick on Mutiny Radio FM. Uh, thanks to all the people for listening. Thank you for people telling the people to listen. Keep it listening. Where all the music you hear is flat and black and full of grooves.
asked Mary Legs what the trouble was. Oh, I, I have been giving those children a lesson. They were beating me with sticks, so I just pitched them off backwards. You threw Miss Jessie or Miss Flora? Of course not. I'm as careful of our young ladies as the master would be. It was the boys from the village. Boys, you see, think a horse or a pony is like a steam engine or a machine of some kind. They never think a pony can have any feelings or get tired. So when they began beating me with those big sticks, I decided to teach them a lesson, and I think I did. I began to shake and tremble into deadly cold. Soon I began to shake and tremble and turn deadly cold. as I stood and trembled. Thick cloth as I stood and trembled. There seems to come a time in the life of a horse, and perhaps that of a man too, when for some little reason or no reason at all, the tide seems to turn against him. So it seemed to me with the illness of my mistress and my illness too. For although I had saved her life, as my master had said, she was never really well again. And thus shortly afterward, the squire had to move from Birtwick to a warmer climate. This meant that all the squire's horses had to be sold. And while the squire took great pains to find me a new home in which I could be happy, didn't work out that way.
ever changing, ever dying, there is underlying all that change, a living power that is changing, that holds all together, that creates, dissolves, and reveals. The voice of Gandhi. It was not the voice of an orator, still less of a dictator. As Jawaharlal Nehru remembered it, it was a quiet voice. It was as a self-made man that he impressed the great Muslim educationist, Dr. Zakir Hussain, who was to become the third president of the Indian Republic. You see, in my view, one of the chief things he done in his life is that he was not born He was not born with things which really help people to become great. He was born an ordinary man, ordinary capacity, and he literally hammered those values, obstinate belief in non-violence, in the guidance of God and the persuadability of man, were often to trouble a mystified who was 20 years younger. But he recognized the power of leadership that they could generate. Even you in South Africa, one of the people who have been there, the employment came back to type. The man with the amazing capacity to make heroes out of men of clay. They had to be a special kind of hero. Social discrimination against the large Indian minority in South Africa had shocked Gandhi on his first arrival as a young lawyer in 1893. Soon there was legal discrimination as well, and Gandhi became the spokesman of protest and the leader in a long struggle. One of the Europeans who stood by him and went to prison with him was the British lawyer Henry Pollack. Yes, he felt that it was necessary to advise his people that if necessary they should go to jail in order to show that they were prepared to endure anything rather than accept this anti-Indian nation. And uh, this movement then took him to jail on more than one occasion. It had been in South Africa, too, that Gandhi had made fundamental decisions about his own relations with society. As it happened, Henry Pollack played a part in this. I went to see him off from the railway journey. I do conclude uh, a book that has really greatly interested me, uh, Ruskin's uh, book, Unto This Last. He was so fascinated by it that he couldn't put the book down all night till he finished it, and he immediately decided that he must change his way of life from that of the ordinary middle-class uh, professional person to that of a farmer or a craftsman and a simple that was in 1904, and so it was that in India, 18 years later, Judge Broomfield found that the man who stood before him in the session court at Ahmedabad was indicted as Mohandas Karamchand Gandhi, farmer and weaver. Yes, now you would draw my attention to it. It is 
Sunday best Mother's tired, she needs a rest The kids are playing up downstairs Sister's sighing in her sleep Brother's got a date to keep He can't hang around Our house In the middle of our street Our house In the middle of our Our house, it has a crowd There's always something happening And it's usually quite loud Our mum, she's so house-proud Nothing ever slows her down And a mess is not allowed Our house In the middle of our street Our house In the middle of our Our house In the middle of our street Someone tells you that you've got to move In the middle of our Father gets up late for work Mother has to iron his shirt Then she sends the kids to school Sees them off with a small kiss She's the one they're going to miss in lots of ways Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. Thank you, Eddie, for coming by. Thank you for everyone who's living clean on the scene with the magazine. I'm not tired. I'm not weird. I don't tie myself up or nothing. And thanks for uh, listening again. You're a good person. of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? 
Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good special happy hour prices all night long with your mutiny radio comedy festival ticket march 1st through 5th check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com come take a seat i had a date there and it did not go well but it wasn't the fault of the place they're very nice asiento For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Yeah. 
Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Navoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips, don't. <laughs> know anything about it sorry all on my limited view yes every tuesday from 12 to 2 uh oh you can if you can also find us on apple Podcasts. oh yeah and google play and stitcher itunes oh you already said that tune in radio uh stitcher you said that spotify oh my god there's just so many and overcast um yes you can also find us on social media m as in mary l as in larry p as in peter podcast mov podcast is our handle until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That, that kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to 